This is episode 233 of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov. Today's episode, I'm taking you behind the scenes a bit of my business and sharing some insights about connecting with you know, the various people you're going to encounter in your business because connecting is one of those things you got to do if you're building your audience, you aim to help people, you want to make sales. Connection is really what it's about. So my guest today, who's really joining me in this conversation, and I I thought I'd bring him in because he is a true artist with many different parts to his business, and he's kind of brought them all together, right? Into photography, into his acting. He was a musician. He still is a musician. He's a painter. He's an artist. And I met Innes when I finally decided to up-level the visuals, the photography in my brand and business. So we started doing shoots just a few months ago. We're doing them regularly now. And you've likely seen some of his work on my Instagram feed. I love the work because I truly feel like um, he's captured me. You know, and if you read any of the comments from his clients, if you kind of follow those breadcrumbs, they've all said the same thing. And that's all about the power of connection. And if you can master that, if you can really make that your goal, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're putting out there, no matter what art you're creating, then I say you've won. (laughs) You know, for me, it's like about that connection more than anything. Okay, so one more thing before we dive into this episode, which um, it is the first that I am publishing (laughs) and releasing where I'm starting to do interviews in person with people so they can truly see what goofiness ensues when I am in the room. I am a giggler. I can't sit still. My feet fall asleep and I start shuffling around. And so today was no exception to that. This episode was no exception to that. But I am excited because this is just a conversation. And um, we meander a little bit. I think you'll enjoy it. So one more thing before we get into it, as you're going through today's episode, as usual, we like to give our guests as much love as we possibly can. And if something stands out to you, if you hear something that you're like, yes, that, please screenshot your phone. Let us know, like tag me. I'm going to share your comment and I'm going to pass it on to Ennis as well because I know he'll love it. So even if you've got, you're eating a plate of tacos while we're talking, that's fine. Take a picture, post it, tag me, let me know, and I will pass the word on. Okay. And the tacos reference, I do apologize, but it's going to come up a lot. So let's dive in. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. 
Well, we can just look at each other and we can just chat. Do you want to or sit on that sit? thing? No, I like to you sit good? on my yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> sit here. Okay. Um, well, thanks, Ennis, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yes. I am, you know, I'm, I'm really loving the conversations I keep having with people that I'm actually in the same room with them. It feels a little bit intense, but uh, it's good. That's uh, good. It's good. It's I good. Like it's it. good. Um, By the so, way, the taco was good. Thank you. That taco that. was good. 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 I will jump into mine as soon <laughs> as we are finished. Yeah. Or you might hear me chomping during the um, recording here. Yeah, Anne hooked me up. If you hear me get up. Good. Yeah. Well, it was better than my stomach growling the entire time. Yeah. So. I had to work on, I had to deal with that, you know. I had to like make sure the talent was happy. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so today I wanted to bring you on to the podcast because, um, well, first of all, because we work together. Yes. And I feel like um, I just had an, first of all, I want to just share a little bit before I, before I ask you to share what you do and stuff. Do it, do it. um, Do you want me to ask you a question? (laughs) No, it's okay. (laughs) By the way, also, I'm going to warn you, I probably, I giggle a lot. I think you know that already, but anyways, I do that during the podcast. So, so I knew that I needed, like for a long time, I've known that I wanted different visuals, stuff that like really stood out because I was really tired of just taking my own shots. I was tired of like that being my brand, like this DIY, I hit a timer and ran to the other side of the room. And I really know, and I know from the past different launches I've done with my business and products that whenever I up-leveled the the visuals, things just like that was my best launch or I'd have like my next best launch because of just, just a small tweak of that visual stuff. And I think it's because visuals are communication, you know, anything you, it's, it's actually more powerful. Sometimes. I totally is. I, have, I believe so too. Go ahead. Yeah. So that's why I reached out to you. And honestly, I feel like I, I because I'm really shy, I'm like, okay, there's a photographer. He's at our, he's at my daughter's school. I'm going to do this, you know? And, mm-hmm. but it also, you know, for the listeners, it also coincided with some big changes in my life. And like, literally, this is something you don't know, Ennis, that the day that I like decided to like email, like go to your website, email you. It was like that. I was like, I'm emailing him. And I like went nuts that day. Like there were a lot of different things that happened that I didn't, you know, I haven't shared with you or I'm not really going to share it in detail, but, mm-hmm. um, but that was a moment, but that was a moment where I was like, we're done here. This is happening. We're doing this. Yeah, and just I just, go. I just go, said, go, go. it's go time. That's um, That's great. So, um, I knew that just, you know, I'm like, okay, like the style, like the scent, like, like everything I like, I was looking, looking for, um, just like when you're buying anything, you look at what someone's created and you're thinking, okay, there's something there. That's, that's something I want, whatever. So now that I've said how I, how I like reached out to Ennis, I want you to share a little bit about who you are and what you actually do. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Well, I eat tacos. <laughs> we know that. Yes. You're purposely <laughs> trying now to make me giggle. Um, I, uh, well, I mean, I'm born and raised here in Burbank, California. And, um, you know, all my family's worked in the entertainment business. Obviously, my whole life, obviously, people are still there. Uh, but the studios here were kind of like my backyard. Um, my dad wrote and produced television in the 80s, a ton of shows. And I was on set. You know, I got pictures of me with, uh, you know, Tom Selleck you know, on set in 80, nice. you know, I'm learning to swim in Hawaii as a little kid. And I had tons of really cool experiences. Um, so, uh, going into the studios all the time and being around sets and just 
seeing a lot of commercials were done at my house too. We grew up in this old house, old Victorian farmhouse in Glendale, a historic home. And um, it, it, they did a ton of commercials there, a lot yeah. of commercials, you know? So, I mean, it was just fun to have that kind of stuff around and I loved it. Um, so I pretty much was always kind of fascinated with the creative and the arts. And there was always that thing going on between, you know, my, my dad and my mom working at the studios and a lot of other people just doing stuff. I was like, I guess I'm kind of a creative guy. I don't know something. Right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, eventually I, I didn't do a lot with it. I ended up going to San Diego state speech communications major there. And, um, which is perfect, which okay. is perfect. Yes. Yeah. It was awesome. San Diego State, by the way, was awesome. It was, it was a good time. I didn't really go for my education. <laughs> I went to surf, and that was awesome. <laughs> was just, you know, that's how life is. You, you, you know, you're in high school, and you're like, man, this is so hard. And then you get to college, you're like, dude, high school was such a joke. I should have screwed around all the time, you know. And then mm-hmm. you get out of college, you're like, man, I should have really screwed around in college because life is so serious. You yeah. know, and it's like, if you only knew now what you knew then, yeah. great, you know, but you're that's like, not how mm-hmm. it is, you know what I mean? But um, so, yeah, San Diego State, um, I got into singing, too, eventually. I was always around this kind of world. I, I knew my life would take off in some way, creating something to affect people's lives in a, in a, in a bigger, some, somehow, you know, through storytelling, through my music, through my paintings, through something I was going to be able, I wanted to have people, I want to touch people through it. Then they may not, then that may be a negative thing, but whatever yeah. it is, I want to create something and have it affect people's lives. You know what I mean? And have them go, wow, that was amazing. That was empowering. Or that was yeah. crazy. Why did he make that? Or whatever it is. Yeah. That's part of who I am. That's how I'm made up. Um, got into photography after my singing career changed after September 11th. I mean, do you want to hear details of that kind of stuff? Well, I mean, I mean what I happened with that September 11th? Because you did, I remember you mentioning that? that once that when that happened, that changed everything. But I don't know what that means. Yeah, okay. Um, Nick, you know, if well, you're willing. Yeah, so no, I, I went to Mexico after I graduated from college um, for like four months to study the language. And I didn't speak the language at all. But I went there and I fell in love with it. And I didn't come home for about five years. And I wow. became Mexican. I hablo como chilango. Hablo así. I, I speak like a Mexican, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, from Mexico City. I lived there for a long time and I started a singing career there. And Enrique Iglesias came out with his first album in about 96. And I was like, all right, I'm there. 97, that album popped all over the place. I'm like, I can do that. <laughs> so I had this idea of singing in Spanish and I did. Ended up signing a contract with BMG down there and uh, my first album came out in 2000 and just exploded with like five number one singles on that album all over Latin you know Mexico for sure but toured all over Latin America um, and it was wild it changed my life you know that, that was crazy uh, and then September 11th that was the launch don't date be, don't be shy about this but I totally looked yeah. it up I looked you up so I could I could kind of experience that oh. part of you because oh. it's different from who you are now to me yeah 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 my perception of sure you. I mean people Which don't I love. even know that part of me you yeah. know what I mean but it is crazy that was that was a long yeah. time ago yeah it's 2019 you know yeah. what I mean it's like holy yeah. crap for sure I recorded my first album in 98 you know yeah. like what the hell <laughs> it's been over 20 years so um but yeah so the second album we recorded a second album which was an amazing album moved to Miami and uh, but the release date was September 11, 2001, and that was street date, and that was also uh, the night of the Latin Grammys here in Los Angeles. So I was, you know, going to be there that night, present part of the album, go yeah. on, you know, Rosalind Sanchez and I were going down the red carpet together, getting fitted by Dolce Gabbana, you know, like all this. Yeah. And then you wake up to 
that and um, obviously it just changed the world. Yeah. And, and then I started thinking about what I wanted in my life. And I don't know if it was the music so much at the time. Yeah. I think it was this ride I went on. It was, I don't know if it was my passion. Yeah. It was just something that happened and it, I just went for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was on this wave. And you're creating still and you're having these amazing experiences and meeting these wonderful people. I mean, I fell in love with Mexico. The food, the people, the music. It's, it's amazing. I can't wait to go back and spend time. In fact, I would love to go back one day and sing. I want to, I, Mexico's going to come back somehow, some way. For sure. It's definitely part of my life, you know? Yeah, um, I can definitely I feel really that. love that country and those people and the people they, that I met there. I really yeah. did. But it's interesting how that, how, how like, uh, how like something like that happens. And it really can just, I mean, it just shows you how just life can yeah, change. Yeah, it doesn't I even mean, just that. It's like, Anything like that can happen. Yeah, I mean, anytime. It, it was one of the hardest things I ever did. Um, to, I mean, there were moments I'm like, because I didn't speak the language at all, you know. And um, there were moments where I'm like, I'm gonna break down here. Like my brain just shuts down because I'm trying to do too much at once. And I'm living with a Mexican family that don't speak English. I'm going to a school every day. Yeah. One on one conversation. I mean, everything's in Spanish. I'm, there's you're not speaking English. Wow. So you just had to figure out how to communicate and just learn. Yeah. And it was intense. Yeah. It was really brutal. Yeah. Um, but I'm really proud of it, though, too, because today I make money speaking Spanish because yeah. I can go in and, you know, I book commercials now sometimes in Spanish and right? I can go into the rooms and That's great. go into Spanish and do voiceover and things. And it's like, oh, yeah. And I'm, you know, beating out the Mexican actor sometimes. Yeah. I mean, because of whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I, mean, I can compete. Totally. I mean, I worked with I've worked with lots of different international companies over the years. Uh-huh. And one of them was a Korean company. And I could barely speak to the people who came in. They, they didn't speak English. But somehow we figured things out. We yeah, figured, yeah, it was yeah. just a production company uh-huh. and they were based in Seoul. And it's the same thing. But it, it actually challenges you to learn how to communicate. And yeah, it's weird how you can figure it out. You, gotta, you, gotta, you have to change your you think outside the box or yeah. find a different route to yeah. what you need to, your goal. Yeah. You and it's not mean? just. As simple as pantomiming, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's something more that happens. Yeah, no, absolutely, it is. Yeah, uh, but then the music, the music ended for a while, and just a lot of things happened. Napster was going on at the time; people were downloading music for free. Record companies were freaking out, and the A&R and president of BMG got fired because they're corrupt. But the music industry is just crazy anyway. Yeah. And then you take it to Latin America. Twenty years ago, it was like it was like the Wild West. That's how I call it. Wow, it's crazy. I saw some crazy stuff. Wow. Um, and then, um, you know. I'm singing in like the HBO Latino float in, in New York for the Puerto Rican Day Festival, you know. I didn't know. That's, that's yeah, I'm, amazing. I'm on it, you know, and I'm singing with the Barrio Boys, you know, and I'm going around. My first time in New York City seeing it, and, you know, it was, it was like August or whatever month it is in summer that they do it, mm-hmm. 2001. And I'm like, this is crazy. And this guy comes running up to me. He's like, man, he's like, I want to introduce myself. You know, uh, my name's Jeff. If you... Uh, you speak English maybe you want to do some acting sometime and I'm like oh I speak English he's like oh I thought you only spoke Spanish I'm like no <laughs> I'm like actually I just learned to speak Spanish you know <laughs> so he was like great so anyway so after September 11th things slowed down and that's when I ended up calling him because so much was changing musically and things were happening with the record company that I um, gave him a call and started taking some acting classes here and he got me an audition for 24 and I booked a series regular or you know, a recurring role on 24 for the second season that's and again awesome. there I was and this other thing like kind of being pulled along like. pulled along but I, I knew when I started doing 24 I knew that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life I never mm-hmm. felt that way with music yeah it was amazing trust me yeah I'll get up on stage I'll, I love singing I have a great yeah. time doing it I, I love sharing my art with yeah. people but doing 24 and being on that set and, and working 
again, it reminded me of maybe my childhood or something. I just knew it was my place. Like, I understood it. Yeah, it didn't even... The workings of the set, I get. I know everyone's job. I appreciate everyone's job. And, like, I get it. Yeah. It was like, it was easy. And I loved it. Yeah. And I can't wait to get back doing that again because that's what I'm starting to do again. That's the ultimate goal again. Yet my photography then took off, too, because while I ended up getting married, having a kid, not... And kind of stopping the acting after even things were taking off with acting, like, and everyone's kind of pissed at me, like, what are you doing in this? Like, we're getting all this momentum, and I'm like, my son needs me, he's having a speech delay, mm, I don't know where insurance is coming from, because I'm like, things are going okay, but it's, you know, yeah, you're acting, like, I gotta, you're like, I'm there's bouncing. priorities. It's like, we want to buy a house one day, you know, I can't want to just keep auditioning and then take him with me, like, yeah, you know, so it just, that's how I became stay-at-home dad, and then focusing on my photography career. And, you know, going to UCLA and doing extension classes and really buying equipment and working with other photographers. And that's what I was like, well, I have a little more creative control here in my life. And I can maybe yeah. do something, be a single dad or, or not a single dad, but a stay-at-home dad and still kind of have a little bit of control. You know? Yeah, for sure. For so that's sure. what I did. And, and that took off. And that was great. And I still do that today. But I think ultimately I'm back in acting again. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, on, I'm auditioning and I have an acting class that I'm in. And I'm still creating my my pictures. Yeah. And I want to take that art show I want to do. And, and yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a creative. That's just how I'm built. Yeah. It's beautiful and terrible all at the same time. Okay. So <laughs> can you guys see why I wanted to work with Innes? Because, like, I feel like there's, like, definitely that that creative synergy. Like, what you said about, like, being connecting with people emotionally. Like, I rem- like every single time I've performed, I always am, like, it's always me wanting that. Like, it if I know that I've connected with someone and I like even just remotely see them in the audience or whatever, and I could see something mm-hmm. that's everything like knowing that I can bring that emotion up. That's, and I feel like sometimes that's what I do even with my clients. I'm looking that's for awesome. that point. Mm-hmm. Even when I taught Pilates back in the day, I was always looking to make, make sure everyone kind of felt it. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I see yeah. what you're challenged with. I see what you're doing, but you know, you're amazing or whatever. Um, so connection like that is huge. It is huge. huge. And it really is huge. Um, so, so I think that with all that, you've really, you know, you, you come to really just taking headshots, doing family portraits, doing weddings, working. Like, I feel like, I, maybe it's a little bit different, but I feel like you've done a little bit of that. The same thing, thing where you work with, um, businesses mm-hmm. or business owners. Yeah. Like I've seen a few coaches, that you've taken their yeah, photos of, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, so the thing is, my question is, are you able to bring some of what you know about just acting as an actor mm-hmm. to sessions with people to help them be comfortable, to help them feel like you bring out something yeah. in them? I mean, it starts off with one, I was in front of the camera a lot when I was younger and I was like, you know what? I, I learned a, a quite a few different things too. Like, what made me comfortable and what didn't make me comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I've taken a lot of those things and brought it to shooting with people. Yep. And um, also I think well, when I'm working with actors, for example, like I'm an, you know, I'm an actor's actor. Like I'm going to, I'm going to believe them or I'm not, but I'm going to give them thoughts and something to think about. And just like, we're going to identify with one another right away, you know, because right. I mean? we kind of cut from the same fabric. Um, other people, I, I think in general, so when I was in college, I worked in the hospitality business. I was a front desk concierge at La Jolla Beach Tennis Club in San Diego. And I, I loved getting people what they wanted. I wanted to figure out a way to get what they needed. And mm-hmm. um, that gave me great pleasure. That's what I thought I would do for a while. Yeah. Work in hotels or do something. I wanted to like, at your service pre- people. At your pleasure. And, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I loved that. It was, yeah. it was, I loved seeing people smile, you know, yeah. and being sure they had a great day. Okay, yeah. great. Whatever you need, let me know. 
Yeah. You know, that made me feel good. I think that's just how I show love in general. I think I'm a service oriented kind yeah. of guy. I like to acts of service. You know, it's just how yeah. I do it. Um, it sucks sometimes too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I do it because yeah. that's just who I am. You know, that's what I do. And then, um, oh yeah. So going back to uh, your question, um, I pretty much. Oh God, what was your question? <laughs> if you bring, you oh yeah. Know, what, yeah, so bringing, yeah, so making feel uh, people feel comfortable, but also you know I don't want them to feel completely comfortable. I also want them to feel a little uncomfortable sometimes. I want to get the right shot, so yeah. I have to adjust. I just go off of people. I, I'm a very, you know, like like Meisner study here, like Meisner. Yes, like, I know. Like, it's just back and forth. Like I'm, yeah. I, I'm really receptive. I think to people and what they're thinking and seeing and like what they're feeling and just yeah. go off of their energy yep. and you got to go especially with a wedding or something you're doing you got to be like there's a lot going on yeah and i'm gonna adjust to most, like, I you want to find much, that moment i always feel like i can adjust to any room at any time yeah i get like, like a room of, a room of like hardcore like motorcycle biker dudes like hanging out i could probably walk in i yep. think and be okay or you know what i mean going yeah. into adjusting to a different room of uh i don't know just an audition for example yeah. auditioning and doing being in that moment those things where you have to just be there, it's, it's, I don't know, I've gotten used to it. I like it. I yeah, I, I actually used to joke about that, that before I decided to start my own business, I was, I had like these five interviews mm-hmm. and I like walked in, I'm like, I know exactly what they want. And I just became that person. <laughs> and I got the offers, but I didn't accept any of them because mm-hmm. I was just like, but I understand that ability yeah. to just kind of read the room. What is everybody, what is the out, what do they want? What yeah. do they need? What do they need? Listening. You know, yeah. it's just about listening so much of the time, I think, in customer service and what I do. And then also, like, I mean, there's just all kinds of little things you'll, I'll think about. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll see a picture right away on someone's desk. Mm-hmm. Make it about them. Flip it around. Make yeah. it about them. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, is that your son? He's yeah. so cute. How old is he? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love... Yeah. You know, like, I, I, and not that it's bullshit because that's just who I am. No, anyway, it is. But, it is but, real. But you you know, like... con- that's the connection with people. Yeah. You want to connect with them. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I do think that like for me, because, you know, and for other, this is really because there's a lot of people who are uncomfortable in front of the camera, oh on video and all of this. And I get it. And, I am. I've and, been there. and I am too yeah. sometimes, but I actually am like, I am and I'm still doing it. Yeah, I am. And oh, well, here oh, I am. Oh, well, here and, it and is. here's my messy, uncomfortable yeah. self. And that's, yeah. that's a beautiful shot sometimes. You know what yeah. I mean? It's well, just, one of the it's shots. Just, it's accepting that. But. One of those shots that we did. I remember I was like on this like moving log or something, and some of those are really cute. Yeah. Yeah. I really like those because yeah. 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 there's movement, and I wasn't thinking, and I was like trying to balance instead of like yeah, yeah, worry yeah, yeah, like yeah. what I was I looking like. It's a it's it's a tricky thing. So I I, I totally get that, and it's it's um, again adjusting to people and kind of seeing what what's working for them what's not and then give them a new, a new idea um it's really fun to shoot kids by the way to take pictures oh of kids gosh. because i don't even you just let them go and you just shoot yeah and it's hilarious because yeah. they'll do the damnedest things <laughs> i know but i'm trying and i'm trying to like i i so want to bring it up to mila about doing the shoot oh she totally should. but she's a little bit like i literally have to like just get her yeah, while yeah, she's yeah. doing something while she's just being herself, because no. otherwise she doesn't. Yeah, she's know. not gonna. But maybe it's just me. It's the mommy thing. It's not. I, I think it usually it always feels that way. I mean, Lucas does things around me that he would never do with someone else. Yeah, you know for what I mean? sure. It's just because I'm dad. Um. So the question that I then I want to know is like, how would you work with? How would you work with someone who doesn't? I mean, I feel like you told me a few stories of people who are really like one look. 
didn't want to like veer from that one kind of expression. Yes, like yeah. how do you draw someone out who's maybe a little bit more self-conscious or just stuck in one look? One is let them know that I know what that feeling is like. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm a total dork myself. And I, I, I'm like, don't worry about being embarrassed in front of me or whatever you think. Cause yeah. I'm like king of dorkness right here. Right. I, I feel the same way and just try to bring him into like, I totally get what you're thinking. I, yeah. I do it. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. And then a lot of the times when I'm starting to talk, that's when I want to shoot them when they're just listening. Yeah. Cause when people are listening, then it's great. Yeah. But a lot of times then my face goes behind the camera. Yeah. And then you lose them again real quickly. So there's, there's a little adjustment period, but for the most part, um, when someone comes into a photo shoot, they, they have to be willing to. Yeah. There has to be some part of it where they're... They want this to happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because... <laughs> it can't be a forced hostage situation. You know what I mean? And I've been that way with a parent, you know, a parent and, um, you know, daughter shoot. Mm-hmm. The girl did not want to do it, but her mother wanted to be this actress so bad. You're going to get in there and do those shots. And mm. like, how are we going to get a shot where she's just miserable and does yeah. not want to be there? That's real tricky. Like, she doesn't want to take really, headshots. Like, she she's really, not going to want to be on set. She does not want to do it. She's not responding to anything. You know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, she was like 12 or something. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? Why don't we do this shoot a different time? You guys go yeah. home and talk about it. Yeah. I want to help you guys out. She, you know, I think your daughter's going to be awesome, but she's got to, I want to be sure she's, she's ready to do it and wants to do it. Yeah. Oh no, she's ready. I know she's ready. She's ready. No, she's actually, she's, she's definitely not. saying she's not ready at all. Yeah. So, you know, you have to have some of those hard conversations sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I want to get in the shot. Okay. Take What am I going to do? Yeah. I can't. I have to say, let's try this a different time. Yeah, you just Happy have to, to be a little bit diplomatic or, yeah. and just like... Yeah, just like, I, I don't know. Hey, I got you, but you guys got to figure this out. Figure it out. Or have her come to me. Mom, stay, you know, stay in the studio for the shoot. We're going to shoot right outside here, get some shots. Like, you don't have to be right, right on it, you know what I mean? But she want to be there and see everything. And, right. and that's a lot, because I think I would be uncomfortable if it was like my mom wanted to, like... I'd be like, Mom, get the hell out of here. You know what I mean? Like, let me just... Because yes, then they sure. don't feel like they're mature enough to do it and can handle it. And they want yeah. to feel adult at 12, you know, like, Oh, I can do this. You know, that's, no. that's actually a good point. Um, so, I have a, a friend of us who's a photographer and we did a shoot like 2016, three years ago, whatever. And I didn't know what to expect. So I, I showed up at her house. I flew down from Seattle for the day. I don't know what I was doing that, but anyways, I was sick. I flew down. There were, there were like three other people there. And I was like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. What the hell? So yeah. of course, most of those shots, except for when I was like giving the finger to the camera, that was the best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was just being myself. Yeah. But the other ones were, I was just so stiff. And so, like, how do you, like, do you like to shoot with other people there? Do you sometimes like to have other people around? Does I like it just to have, like, it, 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 it depends, you know what I mean? So I'm, if, if I'm shooting, it, it just depends. Like, bride and groom, listen, whatever you guys want, what do you, what do you guys want? Do you want, do you want your mom in here? Yeah, because I can. I can be as a photographer. I can be the bad guy. Yeah, I don't. Have to, don't worry about. It. I can like, Uncle Tom's not talking to, to Mike. Oh, they got in a fight a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Shit, I'll handle. It. Hey, Uncle Tom, Mike, get in here real quick. I'm taking a quick shot of you guys, and they're all like, oh, who's this guy? Okay, and they take a picture together, and that's the one shot they've got. But you know what? They would have never even hung out right. together. But I can be the guy that's got to just be the yeah the jerk. I can be the bad guy. Yeah. Or uh, listen, hey mom, can you step outside? Listen, I'm gonna do the bride and groom in here real quickly, but we'll do a shot together in just a little bit. Okay, guys, come on over here by the window. Yeah. And just because they're gonna listen to me. Yeah. I'm not the family. I'm not exactly. the I'm not the mom. I'm not the dad. I'm not the brother. 
Yeah. Let's call it and get it done, yeah. direct it, and be done. That's good. So some, sometimes you just got to take charge in those situations when it comes down to... Um, Different personality. Yeah, again, like it's about adjusting to and seeing, listening. I'm just... I Going mean, off I'm, the vibe and listening what the person may need. I mean, honestly, I was... I'm so grateful. Like, even though, like, now I know next time I want to, like, go get some sort of... Maybe, like, some makeup or something beforehand because of whatever. But that's that's about me. But... I don't like having other people there. Even no. when I was recording, it was me and the producer who were in the room. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, and I get that. I don't want to, like, if I'm singing something too, or when I was recording, yeah, it's already I guess really my manager, like, yeah, like, it's already raw and kind of there. Like, as a creative, I kind of want to be alone too most of the time. You know what I mean? So I understand yeah. that. So we either make it happen, but sometimes you can't or whatever. I have makeup artists that are awesome and mm-hmm. always great to have makeup artist and the client on the same page. Yeah. And I'm not where with people that are like a-holes, you know what I mean? They're going to be cool people that I get yeah. along with. They're there to support the cause. They'll do whatever we know how to do. They're not like, oh, Miss, you know, ego makeup yeah. uh, assistant. It's like, oh, I only do makeup. Sorry. No, yeah. no, you, you're with me. You're going to be maybe holding up a, a scrim because we need exactly. to bounce a little light over here if we need it. Uh, can you be sure you hold the uh, hold this mirror? You're going to remove, get this ruler. remove that cat I want hair. you to actually hold, yeah, <laughs> hold that for me. Like we're a team here and we need to get this done together because the yeah. better we do it, the better it is for everybody. We all win. You get out earlier, we get great shots that you yeah. can post later and say, oh, yeah. I did the makeup there and everybody wins and everyone's happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think all of what you're saying, I love and... Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what else to say besides that. Like, because I think that you you do have to kind of tailor it to the person. And even though I teach online classes, I can't just deliver like, here's a login, go to that website. Like, I am all about like the each person making sure everybody yeah. feels like well, they're not just being good. like, here you go. Thanks for paying me money. Bye. What are you working on right now that you're super excited about, Ennis? That's just something, maybe something new, something that you're, I don't know, working towards. Myself. It's kind of crazy. You might have been expecting a different answer, but I am working on myself. I need to clean my shit up. I get it. It's very, going through a divorce and, and just going, life, it's very humbling. You know what I mean? And you learn a lot of crap and you think, I'm like, shit, I, I thought I knew more than that. Or I thought I understood women more. Or I thought I understood myself more. What I want. And Michael's, No. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, wow, okay, I've got a lot to learn and I need to get better at it so yeah. that I can be freaking a badass, awesome man, dad, photographer, ex-husband even, um, you know, friend, just go down the list because yeah. I want to be the best human. I can be. Yeah, just a human, you know, that's compassionate, that's vulnerable, that's that's here to really make a difference and be better and help people, you know? Um, I hear that. But I want to do it again through my art, through my pictures, through my stuff. Like, uh, okay, so what I am working on is part of my art project right now, which is mm-hmm. cool. I have this thing I'm really passionate about. Um, again, one of the things I've learned too in the last few years is like getting back to to me and what I want, what I need. And it's not a selfish thing. It's it's a it's a thing of like, if I get this right here and know what I want, I'm going to. It's just going to bleed off into other my son. It's so easy like, to just it, let it go. When you know what you're, I mean? When you're in. Like you were talking about, like, like the, maybe the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. You got you get kind of like sucked into like the surviving and just you know dealing with like present situation yeah, and circumstances. Just like some of the other times, maybe in life, where those kind of things just kind of took you, but they weren't necessarily 
mm-hmm. where you wanted to be. So now you're tapping back into that. Well, mode. yeah, and, and and I should have still tapped into it then, but you, there's a lot of excuses getting in the way, and, and there's still excuses today. Sometimes you're, you're like, just not ready. You're just busy. You're just not ready. But whatever it is now, I'm like, no, I need to do some of these things I've been thinking about for a long time for me, and and I'm excited about it. It, it it's very it's liberating to be making fearless decisions right now in my life. And Can be like, you, you know believe what? he just said that word? What? You know, my the, my program is called Fearless Launching. Because oh, I'm you know all about what? like fearless everything. You know, I think I may have known that, but I didn't plan on saying it because of that. <laughs> yeah, you're but, 20. But I think, just yeah, no. kidding. But really, I'm making fearless decisions in my I life. Get it. and And I'm seeing results from them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Me really, too. before I was like, oh, I, I was scared to approach this or how am I going to deal with that or avoiding this? No, fucking deal with it. Get it done. Figure it out. You will. It's 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 liberating. It really is. And my son is going to see his dad making good decisions that are important for him. He doesn't have to agree with them necessarily, but mm-hmm. this is who I am, and this is how I live, and yeah. and he's going to learn to respect that and understand that, and that's just going to. It just gets it just better. And yeah, it's going to go from there. You know, it, it just I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's no, I'm learning I, a lot. So. I totally get it so yeah i mean i'm in that i i definitely am in that same mode and i i think that when you tap back into those things they almost feel like childlike a little bit mm-hmm. they feel like that that's what it's been feeling like to be like oh makes me excited again yeah. for just living yeah yeah and it it's kind of scary as hell sometimes too mm-hmm. you know what i mean i have some moments where i'm like but you know what but i'm being true i'm yeah. being honest and true with myself and my heart and yeah and that's huge like i sleep yeah. well yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, because I'm, 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 I'm being. Well, you know, it's not like California. I mean, but it's, but in, yeah. yeah. But in truth, I'm sleeping in, in truth. And, yeah. um, it, it, and, and it hurts too. The truth does hurt sometimes because there's been a lot of like realizations of like, fuck, I did do that for a long time. Why did I do that for so long? Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but great. Now that I know that I've done that, I can break that cycle or change something in my next relationship or what I do. Uh, avoiding something sometimes, yeah. you know, like why did I avoid that and not? Yeah, because it all bl- it yeah, all kind of like, comes together and it affects everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just figure it out, do take action. Yeah, and 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 be true to what you know is right inside of your heart. Ah, oh, love it. Okay, I'm gonna ask you one more question, and yeah. that's it. Scooby Doo. What's <laughs> What is your, I was going to say, what's your guilty pleasure? But Scooby-Doo clearly yeah. is it. Yeah. No, like, what is something that you like to do that's, not, that it's just, like, so random? Besides tacos. Besides guilty tacos. guilty pleasure? Recording podcasts. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, no. no. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, well. It's, <laughs> I don't know if I can even say it. Don't don't judge me. I'll edit it out. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm not editing it out. No. Well, this this last like couple years, my guilty pleasure has been like watching The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. Fucking terrible. But it's such a train wreck. I I don't know why do I I like seeing the crap. You know what the worst one is? It's like the (laughs) the one that's at the end of the summer. What is that one? Paradise. Oh, I can't can't, can't watch that. That I haven't gotten into that. But it's it's just such a, you know what I'm saying? I'm Mm -hmm. like, and I would catch, I'm like, oh, I'll, I missed it. So I'll like, see what's going on. Or I'm like, why am I doing it, this? But I'm like, this is terrible. If you watch it on, on demand, though, you can watch it double speed. That's what, that's what I was watching on demand. <laughs> or so. just fast forward. Yeah, because I can't watch it in real time. Like, no, I, I'll go crazy because there's just. This is the only season you I've You may want to edit that out. 
Yeah. No, we'll, it's we'll okay. We'll edit that out. No, my friend, uh, this okay. friend of mine um, and I, we actually did a, I feel like we did a live stream about The Bachelor a few years ago just for, just and because it, it was funny. Yeah. It, <laughs> for us. Again, I can't even believe I said it, but you know what? It's okay. You're good. And now and then, just now and then, maybe just late at night, going to pick up a Taco Bell taco. So yeah. bad, just so terrible. But, you know, usually if I had a drink or two, too, you know, one something like that kind of late night high Well, it's thing. easy. There's usually like a drive through You yeah, can get in and just, out. No one knows you're there. Good. It feels good. You just go to bed without your tummy. It's terrible, but it's so good for your soul <laughs> oh sometimes. Oh, my God. All right, that's it. Okay, that is it. So, guys, I'm going to – what is your website if you want to say that into the – yeah. Which website should people go to? Well, so uh, my, my, my photography website is um, inniscaseyphoto.com. That's I-N-N-I-S-C-A-S-E-Y photo, P-H-O-T-O, inniscaseyphoto.com. Um, but my, mo- my more current stuff all the time, like because I'm always posting on Instagram, I would say go to my Instagram. That is at inniscaseyphotography. So... Again, Innis, I-N-N-I-S-C-A. And you'll find out about his other projects there, too. Exactly. Which is very exciting. So I've got another, like I just started another one. So I have my regular personal Innis Casey on Instagram. um, And then I've got my photography one, Innis Casey Photography. And then I just started my... my art project one, which I'm dealing with, I'm really into marbles. Marbles are my thing, and this is what this is all based upon. So it's called um, The Marvelous Art. It's I love it. It's at The Marvelous Art. So, love that. Yeah, marvelous. Marvelous. The marvelous art. Well, we will make sure all of those links are in the show notes. Thank you. And um, hopefully soon you guys will see more shots from Ennis Casey. And if you're ever in Los Angeles... Or you want to fly him out, but he has a oh, he has a lot he has a high per diem, and he requires you know first class and all that kind and of tacos. stuff. Yeah, and tacos, and tacos. No, 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 no. But seriously, <laughs> I, I I have flown quite a ways for places and shoots and things like that. I, I I love to take pictures and love to work with amazing people and get them what they need. So that's what I do. So, yeah. awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you. thank it. you so much for thank joining you. me. And um, peace, peace out. <laughs> okay. All right, then. I hope you enjoyed this face-to-face episode. I'm going to be doing a lot more of them this season, so stay tuned. Remember that if you want to book a shoot with Innis, visit his website, which is InnisCaseyPhotography.com or InnisCaseyPhoto.com. You can look it up. You'll find him. If I'm saying it wrong, I'm sorry. Um, But you can also go to my show notes page, which is at AnsonMarlow.com forward slash 232. That's because of the episode, 232. All right, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode and all of the references to tacos. You're probably running out right now to Taco Bell. It's okay. We won't judge you. I also go to Taco Bell. I didn't mention that because I didn't want (laughs) I'm like bringing really high-level tacos to the game. But no, who doesn't love a good Taco Bell taco in the middle of the night? Am I right? Okay, have a great rest of your day. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'm going to see you next week, Thursday. See ya.